The man I've got on the line now has written, I feel, in defence of Mitchell Johnson. Puts it in perspective. He always does. Our great mate from the Courier Mail, their chief sports writer, Robert Crash Craddock. Crash, good morning to you. Mitchell Johnson, was he justified in what he had to say? I thought he went a bit too far. But um, to what it does prove to me, Ben, the fundamental thing was that uh, um, (laughs) – By arguing one side of the argument, he actually proved the other. It proved to me why this summer actually does need David Warner there because it just spices up the narrative a bit of what is a very, very, very flat test match summer against Pakistan and the West Indies. I mean, for whatever you might say about David Warner's three tests that he's got, um, you know, it's uh, certainly livened up the narrative for the summer. And, And for the first time yesterday, Ben, I felt that the summer was alive with a bit of controversy and a bit of sort of people sort of debating things and getting animated. It was it was quite interesting. All right, well, your take. So Mitchell Johnson has gone too far. David Warner, he, he questions his form, Mitchell Johnson, saying that it's a, an average that only a tail ender would be proud of. Um, is, yeah, is, he, uh, is he on the point? Yeah, well, but, but you must must remember this, like, Warner has been one of our most decorated openers, and his strike rate of about 70 and an average in the mid-40s. He has faded markedly over the last two years. He had a good World Cup. Um, but here's the thing, Ben, and this is the big thing. Um, they were right on the margins, whether they were giving these tests or not. And uh, Ian Healy wanted a farewell test at the Gabba in 1999, but mm. they, the difference between then and now was that um, Healy had Adam Gilchrist snapping at his heels, waiting behind him, the, the incomparably great Gilchrist, whereas the, the three openers waiting to replace Warner have scored one century between them in, the, in 38 tests. So that just sort of got him home in, in a tight call, and it was a tight call. And the one thing that this has done, this this series, sorry, the squad that they've named, it, they have stated it is only for the Perth Test match. This squad. So George Bailey yesterday, whilst he didn't, he didn't guarantee David Warner a Sydney Furl. But we're reading between the lines, saying that he's he's going to get it surely. Because who else? Who, you know, Renshaw, uh, Bancroft, uh, Harris. No, I mean he'll get these three tests. I mean, the the big decision was to call him back for the start of the series. If you said, name me a circumstance where Warner could not get three tests, I'll give it to you. Australia has a shock loss in Perth and Warner makes two and five. Um, They struggle in the second test at Melbourne and he makes seven and 11. But I still think if he gets there, if he gets past the first test and, and, and if they win, he just gets carried home. I mean, the hard decision was to bring him into the keep him for the series and, and he will get over the line. Look, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, he's been fading, 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 but then they still don't know now who they're going to replace him with and that's their problem. I think what will happen is when Warner retires after the Sydney test, they will look at moving a batsman like Labouchain or Marsh to the opening position and ignoring all three of those options. They've never liked Cam Bancroft overly. Yeah. People in Western Australia say, oh, he's a heartbreak kid. Well, he has played 10 tests and average 26. That's a lot of tests for not many runs. Crash, what, what does that say, though, for the 
for the Shield system. Surely, as a Shield player, you've got to have the belief that I'm scoring the runs, I'm next cab off the rank when it comes to Australian Test selection. If you're just shuffling the deck, so what, you, you move up a Manus or, or maybe a Travis Head to open to be a Warner-like destructive opener, and then... Yeah. Edwin, what's that? So when Cameron Green comes in and you're playing Marsh and Green in the same test lineup? Yes, exactly. Um, I, I really love the look of Cam Green at the Gabba last week if he looks superb against Queensland. Yeah. But then here's the thing. You, you say you're ignoring Sheffield Shield form, but if Cam, Bank, Cam Bancroft Sheffield Shield form has been terrific for a couple of years, undisputed, we get it. And if he had never played a Sheffield Shield, te- uh, if he'd never played a Test match, you'd say, "Gee, he deserves a go." Mm. But I-, I can name uh, three players: Stuart Law, Brad Hodge, and Martin Love, who were much better players than Bancroft, and who never got ten Tests. Ten Tests is a reasonable body of evidence, and he's averaged twenty-six. And uh, if you said to me, "Does his role in the ball tampering saga play?" any role at all in his selection, I reckon it sort of does, you know, because he fell out with the fast bowlers again last year when he half suggested they might have known about the ball tampering thing and they released a statement denying it. I mean, do you really replace the guy who has the ball tampering plan with the guy who actually did the deed? I don't know. You know, it's if, if, if it was Matthew Hayden scoring a century every two innings, it wouldn't matter. But yeah. when you're 50-50, Ben, it matters, you know? Just on the sandpaper, Gator, I mean, Warner's in the same boat, right? I mean, he's he, he was part of it. He was he was one of the ringleaders yet. So, and, that, and I think that's half of Mitchell Johnson's point, isn't it? That The yeah. fact that yeah. the, the bloke who was at the centre of the biggest controversy in Australian cricket that we've seen since Underarm – Gets a hero's mm. farewell. It's a, it's a, and and I'm seeing texts coming through crash too. Um, this one from Matt from Raceview saying Mitchell Johnson is just saying what a lot of Australia has been thinking for years. Yep. The, yep. The, yeah, yep. the the only thing is that there is no other opener putting their hand up to take his spot. So, um, yep. it comes yep. back to the reputation over results. And what's the bigger mm. currency in sport? Is is it your results and what you've done on the playing field, whatever your endeavour, or does your reputation count? Bigger, mm. larger. Well, I, I think that it's a bit of both, and um, I, I mean, I just felt it's funny that the two hundred comments we received beneath our story on Mitchell Johnson's column, mm. I reckon seventy percent of them were supporting Johnson. Then ten uh, percent reckoned he went too hard. You know, there's a few more percent defended Warner. And, you know, but it was interesting. You know, a lot of Australians do feel like that. Look, it's just the thing is with Warner, the selectors let him play on and on through this form slump that he's in. I didn't think he was too bad in England. Everyone says he averaged 28. Well, before the team left, I said if he averages 30 in a country that's notoriously tough rope, he's yeah. done his job. Well, he averaged 28 and was very good early when they won those two tests. So, I view him as C minus, you know, sort of six out of 10 for that tour. It sounds funny for averaging 28, but, um, but yeah, he, he is limping over the line and just getting there. But what I love though, oh, I'm so happy he's there, Ben, in a way, because from a journalist, Hey, if I'm a selector, am I teasing him? 
Oh, I'm not sure. As a journalist covering the summer, I'm glad he's there because I think there'll be a story at every turn. <laughs> oh, yeah, Crash, exactly. We chase the story. We love the story. But one final one, the other, the other thing that Mitchell Johnson has brought up, and you just touched on it there about selectors, George Bailey, is he too close as a national selector considering he's played with half this team, especially Warner, they were teammates, and hey, Mitchell Johnson was a teammate of his as well, and he's had a crack at George Bailey saying, look, is he is he basically too close to this team, the, the fact that he's picking former teammates? Uh, and so his selection credentials have come under fire from Mitchell Johnson. Yeah, look, I've thought a lot about this, actually, because he's sort of polar opposite to Trevor Holmes, who would never wear the team tracksuit and kept a respectable distance from the players. He believed that's what his job was. George went the other way. He sort of embedded himself in the team. He wears the tracksuit. He does does throwdowns. He does fielding with them. He's he's part of the inner sanctum. He, He is, and his response yesterday was, when someone can prove to me why how being more distant from the team and, and like not getting in and understanding their thoughts and their plans and everything, when, when someone can tell me that's a disadvantage to selection, that's when I'll move away. So that's his thought on it. Um, so far, it's working. The only big thing is if you're going to get in tight like that, you've got to be prepared to make the hard decision. Yeah. Tough call. Okay. Now, if Trevor Hones was chairman of selectors, I think I can say with impunity that David Warner would, would not have got this farewell tour. You know, mm. He would have moved on and said, no, we need two new openers for, for next season um, and we've just got to start looking now. So uh, which is right, Ben? I'm, not, I'm still not sure, to be honest with you, because you know I can sort of get both sides. But, yeah, George was interesting yesterday. He said uh, to... Of Mitchell Johnson, I hope he's okay. And uh, you know, I, I don't think that was George's finest moment, no. to be honest. I have to say that, Ben. No, yeah. and we know Mitchell Johnson has. Oh, has I can be, he's, yeah. Sorry, he's a good guy, Ben uh, George Bailey. But I just felt that you know, we all, that's obviously a statement that's you know attached to sort of you know mental health. Yeah. And I, I just didn't. I, I didn't love it. Put it that way. No, exactly. There wasn't a lot to love about that from George Bailey.